Happy Sunday, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Light. This is your host, Mary Van Amy. Hi, guys. I hope that you have had an awesome weekend, and I hope that you got to do whatever it is that you planned on doing. Um, If your life is like ours, then nothing ever goes according to plan. However, we did get to go see How to Train Your Dragon 3 last night, which we were so excited about. Oh my gosh. Yes, I cried if you were wondering, and hell yes, we were the only couple in there without a kid, and we are not ashamed about it at all. It was so good, but we ordered our tickets online because it's a bigger theater, and we had to like reserve our seating or whatever, so we are like, cool, whatever, it's fine. So we get there, and a family of like 10 has taken up our two seats along with theirs. So we were like, what the heck? Like, we didn't really care. So we just went and found different seats. But, like, no sooner than five minutes later, an angry mom was kicking us out of those seats. And we were trying to explain to her, like, ours got stolen too. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And she just, like, stood there staring straight ahead with her arms crossed. Basically with, like, the I need to speak to a manager look on her face. So we literally just said whatever and we got up and moved. But... We went to the the row that we were originally supposed to be in and ended up with even better seats, so I'm not even complaining about it. The movie was so good, it doesn't even matter. So even if you don't have a little to go take to see it, you definitely need to go before it's on DVD or in the red box because, oh my god, it was so good. So what I wanted to talk about today hits home for me, and I know it's going to hit home for a lot of you guys as well, and it has to do with self-love and owning our confidence and what I have found that really means for me. And as somebody who struggles to gain and keep weight and just struggles with feeling healthy, um, it's something that I want to share because I think that I have a slightly unique perspective on this whole body image thing because a lot of people just see it as needing to lose weight or needing to lose something, or needing to tone something up. People don't necessarily see it as needing to gain weight, or pack on the pounds. Like, for me, it is the opposite of what society perceives it as, and I wanted to present that to you guys just because my own experiences have made me much more mindful about the body image movements, um, and about myself, but also about how other girls are making their way through their own health journeys and their own lifestyle journeys. And just because mine may not necessarily fit the mold does not mean that I haven't also gotten the short end of the stick on the body shaming issue. I wish that I was kidding when I tell you I can't even count the amount of times that people have discredited me, especially when I've like personally reached out to them to ask for wellness or fitness advice. And I remember one time in particular, I reached out to a girl that Stephen and I both know, and I felt comfortable because she vulnerably has shared her health and wellness journey before. So it just kind of felt comfortable and like there wasn't going to be any judgment and explained to her what had been going on. And if you don't know, um, October of like two years ago at this point, like about a year and a half ago, I got diagnosed with POT syndrome and mast cell activation syndrome. So uh, my blood collects in my legs in pools, so it, it doesn't really circulate. Um, and the mast cell activation syndrome is just my mast cells giving off excessive chemicals at the wrong time. So my body doesn't really know how to respond to the information that it's being given all the time. Um, and my blood pressure fluctuates very severely. So I have very high highs and very low lows. So because of all of this that was going on in tandem with my chronic asthma at the time I was diagnosed, I was restricted to just walking and yoga or like low bearing cardio, just things that would very simply get up my heart rate, but wouldn't push me to the point where I felt like I was going to pass out, which would happen. 
So I reached out to this girl because she had been swimming and I thought that that would be something that I could do. My mom had a gym membership at the YMCA so I could like go do it in the morning before class or at least that was my intention until I reached out to her. I had explained to her what was going on, what my diagnoses were and what my restrictions were and just asked where she may have been finding some of her swim workouts or what she recommended that I do based on the things that she was doing. And she responded with, oh, well, you're so skinny, you probably don't have to worry about working out anyways, but here's what you can do. And I don't, I don't even think that I responded to her because I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I just was so vulnerable and told you everything that was going on and then you're going to hit me with that and just completely invalidate everything that I said. Like, just because I look skinny and I fit society's mold of what beauty and body should be doesn't mean that internally I'm the healthiest that I can be. Or that internally or mentally, emotionally, I feel or look the way that I want to. So I think it's important that we remember that on our own health and wellness journeys and as is our journey through life, other people are doing the same thing. And it's no different for them. They have their own unique struggles, their own goals, their own thoughts, and their own positivities and negativities about their bodies just the way that we do. So who's who are we to discredit someone else? Who are we to point a finger and say, oh, well, just because you're this or you're that, you know, it means that you don't need this or you don't need that, whatever the case may be. And I think that as humans, that is one of our like innate things. It's just something that's ingrained with us to judge people or to be quick to judge and less patient to accept. One, I think that's very sad, but two, I think it's very obvious, especially as somebody who's a sociologist. I've gone through many studies and read many things that point to the selfishness of the human being, and that's fine. We're always going to have selfish tendencies, but that doesn't mean that we can't be empathetic. That doesn't mean that we can't be mindful of other people. And I don't want to sound like um, someone who would claim me to be like um, a snowflake or someone who's like a crybaby about things, but I think it's very important that we're mindful of other people. That doesn't mean that we can't be honest with them, that we can't be real with them, but that doesn't mean that we have to invalidate them or discredit them because they look a certain way or they're not doing something that we're doing. Like just because something works for us on our journey in life, whether it's health and wellness related, job, anything, just because it works for us doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. And that's fluid across the board for every thing in life like I just said so there have been times where I've had acquaintances say stuff like that to me I've had strangers tell me how skinny I'm looking I've had people nonchalantly comment on it by saying oh your cheekbones are popping or oh you you look so little today like or oh you should eat a burger like I've heard literally all of that like people in my family have been like oh Mary you're looking really skinny today are you eating yes I'm fucking eating what do you th- like what? What kind of question is that? Like, (laughs) some of the things that people have said to me and asked me is baffling. But let me just tell you, um, I visited my family just before Valentine's Day. I got home on the 13th of February. And my mom has a scale at her house. We don't have one here in Texas. And I was so excited to get on there because I knew I had gained weight. Because every single day, I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'll ask myself, like, what's going to make me feel the most confident today? Sometimes it's literally just taking a shower and putting a little bit of concealer on so that, you know, I feel a little bit prettier. Sometimes it's as simple as that, but sometimes it's more complicated than that. But um, I just, you know, like I said, I look in the mirror every single day and I've been telling Stephen, babe, my stomach is starting to fill out a little bit more. Like I'm, I'm gaining a little bit more weight. Like I'm starting to see it back in those spots where I lost it. And it's very exciting. And 
I'm very happy to say that I weighed myself and I had gained and kept three pounds in the last now like seven weeks since we've been down here in Texas. And that is huge for me. Like if you're one of my close personal friends listening to this, then you know how excited I am. (laughs) You can probably imagine what my face looks like, but for some people gaining that three pounds is the total opposite of what their goals are and that's okay but it's not up to us to dictate that for someone else so I want to share with you guys some of the things that I have done to implement within my mentality that have helped me accept my body and I'm going to share with you a little bit of like how I got to where I'm at right now and why gaining weight is such a big feat for me. So Stephen's mom passed away in 2015, the end of 2015. So 2016 and into 2017 probably were the hardest definite year of his life, um, but also for me too, just because our, our relationship had taken on a completely new dynamic. We had so many different responsibilities. We now had two dogs, like everything was totally changed and our young budding relationship had to kind of be put to the side so that we could figure out life together, which is fine. I mean, we're here almost four years later, we made it, but along that way, we both lost a lot of weight. And I'm not going to speak for Steven just because I don't want to put his personal stuff out there. I respect him. Um, so I will share with you guys that I, I lost 25 pounds in 2016. I weighed before like 125 to 130 pounds. I worked at five guys. So like I had that high school, like five guys alcohol chub, but it was turning into healthy weight and muscle and things like that. But unfortunately, because of stress, I ended up losing it. And yes, stress does a number on your body inside and out. So if stress is a huge factor in your life right now, I'm going to tell you that the one thing that you need to do is write down like three things that you can do when you are feeling especially stressed that will bring you down. Because if we can't control our stress and our emotional mindset that uh, revolves that, a lot of things in our lives will start to become depleted. Um, So like I said, I had lost the 25 pounds. There's a point where I actually weighed 98 pounds and um, that that was a very low point for me, um, at which point my skin was kind of gray. I looked very unhealthy. I looked anorexic, honestly. And it wasn't because I wasn't eating, but it's because I didn't have an appetite. Like stress shuts your body down. And lucky for me, my cycle stayed, it like has never wavered. And that was fantastic because I know other women who have gone through very stressful times who have maybe entirely lost their period. And if you're a guy listening to this, then get the fuck over it because we're women and you got to deal with it if you're a heterosexual man, okay? So... (laughs) Um, I unfortunately know women who have completely lost their period because of stress. So I'm very lucky that that's the one thing that stayed consistent within my body. But the other major inconsistency that I had, or I guess the one major inconsistency I had was weight. And it was very hard for me to gain weight because I didn't have an appetite. And so when you don't have an appetite, you can't exactly force feed yourself. So I would drink shakes and things like that or smoothies. I would just make things as tasty as possible because I knew that I needed to eat it. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't throwing things up still because I was so stressed. Like there would be times where I would be puking up water and my mom would have to text Steven because he'd be calling me and trying to figure out why I wasn't responding to him. And my mom would be like, she's sick again. Like she just needs to relax. And it wasn't anything that Steven was doing. It was nothing between the two of us. It was us figuring out this new dynamic, this new reality that especially Stephen had, but this new reality that we had and, you know, we had to learn it together and we had to figure it out. And like I said, four years later, we're here, we're healthy and, you know, things are on the up and up, but doesn't mean that we didn't have a lot of tough times. And unfortunately for me, my body took the brunt of that. And 
mentally, I think I did as well. And you guys can listen to my mental health journey. It's an episode here on the podcast. Um, you can hear all about it. But my mentality was a very big part of my healing. And it still is. It's something that I have to work on every single day. But you can imagine if you didn't necessarily have 25 pounds to lose, how losing 25 pounds would then make you feel. Nothing fit me. Even still, I struggle to fit into things, but I'm gaining weight. I have gained three pounds, like I said, since moving here. Um, But I had to throw a lot of clothes away. There are a lot of things that I had to accept I wasn't going to fit in again, or at least not for a very long time. And the one thing that I had to do was just work on my mentality. Even if some days that meant telling myself I was very hungry so that I could eat more, I would do that. But even more so, it was me just kind of reminding myself that every single day I needed to not be hard on myself. I needed to be patient with myself and I needed to love myself. Because if I wasn't practicing that positivity that I needed, it was never going to find its way into my body, into the home that it needed to be in. I was never going to be able to lift myself up by my bootstraps and figure it out if I wasn't speaking and living that positivity that I desperately needed. And I think that, you know, that helps in a lot of ways, but especially when you are on this self-love, self-confidence journey, we have to be kind to ourselves. We can't just expect that tomorrow we're going to achieve the goals that we have set. We have to know and we have to remind ourselves that it takes consistency. It takes work. It takes planning. It takes setbacks to achieve successes and we have to accept that as part of the journey because if we don't and those things come up we're going to feel like it's the end of the world we're going to feel like we aren't worthy enough to keep going or like it's not worth it to keep going and then we're going to end up being right exactly where we started so being patient with myself and knowing that eventually I was going to be healthy again I was going to gain weight and I was going to start feeling more confident again, that's what kept me going. And I had to remind myself that every single day because if I didn't, it would just add to the stress that I already had. It would just keep eating away at me mentally and physically. Literally, I had no more weight to lose. I couldn't. I was going to fall apart. And I know for some people, you're like, oh, I wish I had that problem. Like I can't lose enough weight or however you might feel. I want you to know that you shouldn't feel that way. Don't compare yourself to me. I am sharing this with you. One, it's hard because body is hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about the things that we are insecure about or have fears about, but it's not your place to compare yourself to me. My body is anatomically, chemically, biologically different than yours. You have your own unique journey to follow. What I want you to know is that it starts and ends in your mind. What we give power to has power over us. So if every day you're waking up and telling yourself, I hate how my body looks. I hate that my hips are that big. I wish that my thighs were littler. I wish that my cheeks weren't so round. I wish that my boobs were a little bit bigger. If you are always speaking that negativity to yourself, that's exactly what you're going to keep seeing. And that's what your body is going to become. What we think we become. You know, what we think we say, what we, how we say we act, and you know, what we act and what we do, we become. We will become our own demise if we don't figure out how to stay on top of our positivity, on top of ourselves mentally. We are our own successes and our own failures. There is nothing that anybody can do for us, with us, or against us that would change any fate other than what's already laid out because we are the ones that are in control of that. And there is 
one person and one person only that we can depend on in order to achieve the things that we want in life, and that is ourselves. So every single day, I'm going to challenge you with something. Every single day from here on out, since you have listened to this podcast, once this podcast ends, I want you to go do it. And I want you to do it every single day when you wake up, before you go to bed, or in the middle of the day when you need it the most. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. And I know it sounds weird. And I know it sounds like it might feel awkward because believe me, it probably will the first couple of times that you do it. But I will never forget the day that I looked at myself in the mirror, said I love you, and started crying because I felt it and I meant it and I knew in that moment from there on out, I was going to own the fuck out of my life, out of my journey, and I was going to make sure that every single day I was going to do what made me feel the most confident. If that meant doing yoga, that's what I was going to do. If that meant chugging seven bottles of water, that's what I was going to do. If that meant doing a bbg or a fit girls workout and yoga and meditate and journal i was gonna fucking do that because that is what was gonna help me thrive and if i'm thriving mentally and emotionally i can thrive physically if i am not on top of my mentality if i'm feeling clouded if i'm feeling jaded if i'm letting myself feel sulking or depressed or anything like that, I know that my body is going to feel that way. I know that my body is going to take on that stress that my mind is creating and then I'm going to have real problems. Not that my mind can't give me real problems because it does, but what I mean is that if I don't stay on top of myself mentally and reinstill myself, I love you. I am here for you. I'm doing everything that I can to sustain you and make sure that you have a nourished, full life but the rest of me is just going to fall to the wayside. And I cannot let that happen because the last time I let my mentality and my body fall to the wayside, I felt like I was dying, literally. And I was so depressed to a point where I felt like I would rather die. And I mean that wholeheartedly and sincerely because my mentality was in such a fucked up, dark state that my body was not able to find its way out. Our mind has to lead the way. You know, I'm looking at a pyramid that Stephen has written or drawn on one of his longboards. And all I can think about is how my mind is at the top of that pyramid and my body is the base. I am at the tip top of that, of that higher self when I am on my game. I, when I am mentally clear, when I'm emotionally clear, I am like that pyramid. I am to a point and I have a strong base below me. My body is doing what it needs to be doing. It's been given clear messages. There are no mixed messages from stress or depression or anxiety. There's none of that. My body knows exactly what it needs to do every single day. Those pillars of my foundation are strong. And that starts within my mind. If my mind falls, that whole structure collapses. So every single day, I want to challenge you guys. Look yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself what's going to make you feel the most confident and what is going to make the pillars of your body the strongest for the day. It can change day in and day out. That's fine. But as long as every single day you're telling yourself, one, that you love yourself and you mean it, and you are remembering and reminding yourself of those top things that make you feel the most confident, girl, there is nothing that you won't be able to do. If you're trying to lose an extra five pounds for a wedding, if you're trying to tone up, if you're just trying to feel the best that you have felt in your entire life, it has to start with how you look at yourself and how you treat yourself every single day. And I wholeheartedly mean that because as women, especially, we have so many expectations in society that we have to live up to. Even if we claim that we don't need to live up to it, 
we all inherently are doing those things every single day. It's a taught behavior. It's something that we were socialized into. It's something that we just know. And we do it every single day because we know that we need to. But the one thing that we might not do every single day is tell ourselves that we love ourselves. Have that self-love. Own that self-confidence. Because that may not necessarily be something that you were taught as a young girl growing up. And that's okay. We can't blame our parents for that. Like, there are things that we can blame our parents for, but we all have to believe that our parents have done the absolute best with us that they could, given the way that they were brought up. And along the way, sometimes that self-love and that owning of self-confidence really does get thrown to the wayside. But as adults, we don't have excuses. We do not because, you know, many of us, you know, we're in relationships. We want families. We want to be married. We want to have these amazing futures. But we can't get there if we don't start with ourselves today. We have to worry about ourselves. If you are someone who is like a serial dater and you're worried about finding somebody that accepts you for you, worry about accepting yourself for you. Don't worry about how someone else is going to perceive you because if we don't love ourselves and we don't see ourselves the way we want other people to, those other people are never going to. And just like in the friend breakup episode where I talked about closing the door on people that leave your life and not letting them back in, we have to push those mentalities of self-hatred and self-loathing out the front door of our fucking lives and never let it come back in. Because if we let those things chill out in the corner in the shadows, we know that they're there. We just can't see them. It's just a matter of time until the light from the window shines onto that corner and those insecurities, those doubts, those thoughts of loathing come out. We have to make sure that they do not find their way back into our homes, which are our bodies or our temples, which are our minds. It is up to us, like I said in that episode, to take care of that and to make sure it's the most vibrant, loving, nurturing space in the entire universe. And once we can do that and wake up to ourselves every single day in love, fired the fuck up, confident and ready to go, there is nothing that will get in our way. And I fucking mean that 110% because I have lived that. I know what it means to wake up every single day and look at yourself and think, oh, you look disgusting. Your hips are sticking out. Or days where I felt like I needed to lose too much weight, I would be pinching my hips and pinching weight that I literally on my body right now cannot because it's not there anymore. There was a time where I wished all of that away and now I'm wishing that I had it back. So, you know, what you what we think we become. And I, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely believe that. But like I keep saying, we have to wake up every single day and make the choice to love ourselves. Just like we make the choice to wake up and breathe and sustain ourselves and eat and go to our jobs and make the responsible, great decisions for our lives, we have to wake up and make that decision for ourselves. Because if we don't wake up mentally ready to go, we'll never be physically ready to go, ever. And that's for anything in life. You have to be mentally ready before you are physically ready. I know that this episode probably brought up a lot of feelings and emotions and maybe it made you think about things in a different way or maybe it kind of gave you a little bit of a reality check about your mentality. Whatever it is, I hope that you felt what you needed to feel out of this and I hope that you got some value out of it. I hope that hearing a unique perspective on the body shaming and self-love train has helped you in some way, shape, or form because I know that it's hard to live in our society and deal with everything that the media spews at us. But the one thing that I want you guys to get from this is that it's your mentality. Every single day we can wake up and make the choice to meal prep. We can make the choice to go to the gym, to log on to our virtual gym and get the workout in. We can cognizantly make those decisions every single day. But the one that matters the most is that pillar, that tip top of your pyramid 
And that is your mentality every single day. Just like you can make those lifestyle choices, you can make the choice to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself, that you're sorry for the damage that you've done in the past, but you promise to just keep being better every single day. There's nothing that we can do about the past, so there's no point in sulking over it, beating ourselves up about it, write it down, apologize to your past self, and let your future self do the work. Every single day, wake up. I'm challenging you. Tell yourself that you love yourself. Write it on your mirror in an expo marker if you need to. Remember those top things that are going to make you feel the most confident. Is it getting ready for the day even if you have nothing to do? Is it getting your workout in? Is it having a good smoothie? Is it making a nutritious meal? Or is it just simply telling yourself that you love yourself? Is it falling in love with yourself on a human basis every single day? So I just want you to remember it starts and ends with us. What we give power to has power over us. What we think we become, you know, what we say we end up acting as and, you know, the things that we do, how we act, that's what we become. So if every day you're waking up and you're positive and you're looking in the mirror and you are accepting of what it is that, you know, your body is looking like that day or however it is that you feel and you understand that you have the ability to make that positive and you can make tomorrow better, you're going to start showing off that positive aura. People are going to pick up that vibe in real life. If you are always feeding yourself negativity and I hate this, I hate how my hips look today. I wish that my boobs were bigger. I don't like my thighs. I wish that they were smaller. Whatever it might be, if you're always feeding yourself that negativity, that's what other people are going to pick up around you. You're going to attract that negativity and you're not going to get those healthy, happy relationships, those friendships, those new job opportunities that you're seeking. If you're speaking positively to yourself and with love and with light and you're always trying to embody that and remind yourself your body's doing what it can, you're doing the best that you can do and the results will come with time. You're going to have that positive aura, that positive vibe. The right people will then come into your circle. And like I said in the friend breakup episode at the end, I talked about letting those people walk out the home of your, the door of your home, the door of your life and leaving them there. You cannot let them back in. We have to do the same thing with our positive and negative thoughts. If we don't push those negative thoughts out the door and that self-hate, that self-loathing, that negative self-talk out the door and leave it there, they're going to wallow within the shadows of our homes, within the shadows of our lives. And it'll just wait until that one time where the sun is strong enough or you're feeling weak enough where the light lets those feelings out. They let those thoughts out and then that's what you become. You have to keep them out of your house. They have to be out of your corners because if they are sulking around in the back of your mind, you can never actually fully achieve that positive vibe that you want, that self-love, that self, just the comforting self-talk that we all desperately need as humans. You'll never be able to achieve that if you're letting that negativity live within your home, live within your mind, in your temple. And like I said in that episode, it's up to us to really take care of that because that's all that we have. We have this one body until we die, you guys. And it's up to us to make sure that we're treating it with love and care and respect so that the other foundations of our life can follow suit so that we can welcome the right people into our lives and dismiss those that also just shit talk us and make us feel terrible about ourselves. If we don't stay on top of our mentality and within ourselves, and we don't attract that positivity to ourselves, we cannot attract the right people or results or anything else in our lives. It has to start with that tip-top pyramid so that you have those strong pillars, that strong base beneath you, and it is your mind. So every single day from here on out, I want you to wake up and tell yourself that you love yourself and mean it. Tell yourself that until you mean it. 
learn to love yourself, learn to listen to your body, and learn to just trust that you are doing the best that you can do. Worry about being better the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And don't fucking worry about what yesterday brought you because that doesn't matter. You already lived that. And right now, that every single moment that we are in is right now. So just worry about being better right now. I love you guys and I hope that you enjoyed this. Um, I, like always, will put my Instagram in the description of this episode so that you can follow me and you can get involved, especially for the mini-sodes. Those are released on Wednesdays. And I just want you guys to remember that you are in control. You always have more control than you think that you do. And just remember to love yourself because if you don't love yourself, how in the hell can anybody else love you? That's all I got for you guys today. And don't forget to keep chasing the light.